Welcome to our Bon Bon podcast series, with Matt and Joanna. We provide critical information that affects your everyday life. Please be advised that the following program is for entertainment purposes only. Hello everyone. Today, we are covering a few important topics. The country of origin labeling. Organic definition. And organic fraud. You will learn about the USDA organic inspection system, and its flaws. Finally, we cannot talk about organic food without mentioning organic products from China. The truth can be horrifying. Matthew, like a lot of people, I pay more money for organic food, because I want to avoid harmful pesticides and preservatives. Pesticides mimic human hormones, disrupt the endocrine system and some even cause cancer. Preservatives, and food additives can cause all kind of adverse reaction. I have always wondered if I get my money's worth. Joanna, there is a gray area in organic standards around the world. More than 80 countries have organic standards with over 200 seals, logos, and certification claims. The United States, Canada, the European Union and Japan have comprehensive organic standards overseen by governments. Why does the United States need to import organic food? It seems more complicated, if there is a variation in organic standards around the world. In 2020, just 1% of American farmland was organic, but organic sales accounted for more than 6% of total food sales. This means American grocery retailers now rely on imported organic food to keep up with demand. Organic imports from countries like China and Turkey, have grown steadily since year 2000. To make a better choice, it is important that consumers read the country of origin label, and understand the meaning of organic labels. By the way, do you know who regulates organic food in the United States? Of course I do. The United States Department of Agriculture, also known as the USDA, is in charge of regulating both domestic and imported organic food. It is illegal to sell imported foods as organic in the United States unless the product meets the USDA standards. The USDA outsources its authority to equivalent agencies in other countries, as well as third-party certifiers. All organic farms and businesses must be certified by the USDA. The certificate does not expire, unless the farm or business surrenders its certification, or is suspended or revoked. Certified operations need to maintain records concerning the production, harvesting, and handling of organic agricultural products. I imagine the USDA cannot possibly regulate all organic food in the world. I'm interested in knowing which countries have the organic equivalency to the United States. Joanna, good question. As of 2021, the United States has an organic equivalency arrangement with Canada, the European Union, Switzerland, Japan, and South Korea. However, for Japan, only for plant and plant-based products. And for Korea, only for processed food. This means that organic products certified by these countries may be labeled, and sold as organic in the United States, and vice versa. Exporters from other countries, the ones that I did not mention, have to turn to a third-party certifier, 
approved by the USDA to receive an organic certification. Let's go over the country of origin labeling. Like many people, I am still confused about the law. All retailers with an annual gross receipt of more than $230,000 are required to list the country of origin on the unprocessed food products they sell. These include full-line grocery stores, supermarkets, and club warehouse stores. So, this means that smaller operations with less than $230,000 in revenues, plus restaurants are not required to list the country of origin. Yes, you are correct. In addition, in 2016, the USDA removed the mandatory country of origin labeling requirements for beef and pork muscle cuts, and ground meat, in order to bring the United States into compliance with its international trade obligations. The country of origin labeling rules also require listing all countries, if raw materials from different countries were mixed in the same package. For example, frozen mixed vegetables from Mexico and Chile. I just wonder, do you know why the country of origin label is not required in processed food? Processed food and dried fruit are not subject to the country of origin labeling requirements, since the cooking or drying process is considered curing that changes the character of the fruit or vegetables. However, trimming, cutting, chopping, and slicing are activities that do not change the character of the product. That is interesting to know. Matthew, I am done with the country of origin. Let's talk about the organic label definition and organic certification. According to the United States Department of Agriculture, or the USDA, organic certification requires that farmers or producers be inspected every year. Organic on-site inspections consist of all components of the entire operation. The inspectors also look at contamination, risk prevention, and record keeping. Genetically modified organisms, or GMOs are prohibited from being used when growing, or processing organic foods. Regarding organic agriculture crop, organic producers rely on natural substances, and biologically based farming methods, to the fullest extent possible. Produce can be called organic, if it is certified to have grown on soil that had no prohibited substances applied for three years prior to harvest. Prohibited substances include most synthetic fertilizers and pesticides. Ionizing radiation, sewage sludge, and GMO seeds are not allowed in organic agriculture. It's good to know that GMOs are not allowed in organic products. I've read horrible stories about GMO crops. That is another topic of discussion that we need to cover. For organic meat and dairy products, Regulations require that animals be raised in living conditions accommodating their natural behaviors, like the ability to graze on pasture, fed 100% organic feed and forage, and not administered antibiotics or hormones. During processing, the meat or dairy product should be handled in a facility that had been inspected by an organic certifier and processed without any artificial colors, chemicals, preservatives, or flavors before being packaged. As for the USDA-certified organic processed food, regulations prohibit organically processed foods from containing artificial preservatives, colors, or flavors.
The foods must contain a minimum of 95% of organic ingredients, excluding salt and water. Up to 5% of ingredients may be non-organic products such as baking soda, yeast, dairy cultures, and vitamins. Any genetically modified organism, or, GMO, is prohibited. Regarding made with organic ingredients, the food package may contain at least 70% organically produced ingredients. The remaining non-organic ingredients need to be produced without using prohibited practices, such as genetic engineering, for example, but can include substances that would not otherwise be allowed in 100% organic products. The package will not bear the USDA organic seal. Matthew, I think most people assume that made with organic ingredients label means organic, but actually, up to 30% of the ingredients can be non-organic. However, GMOs are still prohibited. By the way, does the USDA really verify that the crops used are not GMOs? Joanna, we will discuss later about how the USDA reinforces the organic rules. It will shock you. How about pesticides? Are they used on organic crops? Yes, the majority of pest control materials permitted in organic agriculture are naturally derived from a plant, microorganism, or other natural sources. Organic standards prohibit most synthetic substances, commonly used in conventional agriculture, for at least three years, prior to the harvest of an organic crop. Synthetic pest control materials permissible in organic crop production include elemental sulfur, insecticidal soap horticultural oils, and copper hydroxide. The USDA organic regulations allow residues of prohibited pesticides up to 5% of the EPA tolerance. Let me confirm what you just said. Synthetic substances, such as pesticides can be used up to three years prior to harvesting the crops. For example, an organic apple tree may take several years to bear fruits. So, farmers can use anything three years prior to fruit harvesting. Yes, you are correct. According to Food Safety News, roughly 40% of the organic food sold in America tested positive for prohibited pesticide residue in two separate studies by the USDA. Only 5% of organic products are occasionally tested for pesticides, but not for pathogens which account for the majority of foodborne illness outbreaks. In 2017, the Inspector General report said that organic produce automatically received a pesticide bath at the port, if pests or diseases were found in a shipment. In response to the Inspector General comments, the USDA stated that it has begun establishing procedures to notify importers and certifiers that they can no longer sell such shipments as organic. Wow, a pesticide bath on organic crops if they found pests on a shipment. This makes me wonder how many organic fruits that I ate got a pesticide bath. And even if the USDA notified the importer of the pesticide bath, will the USDA verify that the crops are not being sold as organic? By the way, how does the USDA regulate organic production worldwide? It is a huge task. Yes, you are correct. It is a huge task. 
to regulate organic food production, the United States Department of Agriculture, or the USDA, accredits certifying agents, which in turn can certify organic farms and businesses, according to the U.S. organic standards. Certifying agents can be state agencies or private enterprises, including foreign entities. As of March 2021, the USDA has 77 agents, 47 in the United States, and 30 in foreign countries. These USDA accredited agents are currently authorized to certify farms and businesses anywhere in the world. The USDA may not have any good way to know whether its accredited certifying agents have issued false certification documents to unqualified foreign suppliers. As a result, intermediary organizations can use real certification documents for products that are not actually organic. The USDA has limited resources to catch every single unethical, dishonest supplier or operator. That is just terrible. Certifying agents can issue false organic certification to unqualified foreign suppliers. This does not protect consumers at all. So, I can pay a premium price for organic products that are not organic. This is so outrageous. Yes, Joanna, and the situation is getting out of control, as the number has continuously increased. In 2007, USDA accredited agents certified 27,000 organic producers worldwide. This certification allows approved foreign products to bear the USDA organic seal and freely enter the U.S. market. As of March 2021, the number of USDA certified organic operations has increased to nearly 46,000, according to the USDA website. United States, Mexico, and China rank top for having the most USDA organic certified operations. This also means that organic food products from China have been flooding the U.S. supermarket shelves. Matthew, as consumers, we need to know the truth about how the U.S. government operates. Let's discuss some of the flaws in the USDA organic inspection system. Yes, I agree. These are a few examples that we found during our investigation. In 2017, the USDA Organic Program Inspector General reported weaknesses during the audit of organic imports at the ports of New York, San Francisco, Seattle, Los Angeles, Philadelphia, Dallas, and Chicago. These are the observations or challenges. Lack of transparency. The process for determining organic standards equivalency between the USDA and foreign governments is not fully transparent. Lack of verification of organic import documents. U.S. ports of entry are not in the business of verifying the required national organic program import documents regarding organic agriculture. The United States Customs and Border Protection officials have told the USDA they have limited capacity to take on additional responsibilities and have no current authority to review organic imports. Lack of USDA authority at the port of entry. Currently, the USDA does not have the regulatory authority to establish and implement specific controls on organic products at United States ports of entry. There is no mechanism to consistently discover or block incoming fraudulent organic shipments. The current statute does not clearly provide the USDA with the authority to stop sale, hold product, 
or recall products in the marketplace or at the borders. No traceability back to the farm. Organic products are often traded through brokers or intermediaries, who are not required to be certified. The current oversight system does not require traceability back to the farm to verify whether it is organic or not. Wow, as organic consumers, who spent a lot of money on organic food, I am just furious to hear what you just said. Joanna, listen to this. In 2019, according to the Washington Post, Cornucopia Institute, a farm policy research group, found significant variation in how certifiers interpreted regulations, and variations, that frequently benefited huge corporate farms. Since the farms and food businesses pay certifiers, the compliance may be questionable, or even dishonest at times. Matthew, I can see a conflict of interest here. I'm surprised that the U.S. government let this happen. Joanna, unfortunately, this is the reality. Many USDA-accredited certifiers started as non-profit companies, established by farmers in the early days of organics, but, have turned into multi-million dollar corporations, pursuing certification of multi-billion dollar corporate agribusinesses. In 2010, the USDA banned a leading American inspector, Organic Crop Improvement Association, or, OCIA, based in Nebraska, from operating in China because of a conflict of interest. OCIA, used employees of a Chinese government agency to inspect at least 10 state-controlled farms, and food processing facilities. For years, OCIA, has been one of the leading inspectors of Chinese organics for the United States market. Matthew. Please tell me more about the OCIA. The OCIA is a non-profit organization, founded by American farmers in the 1980s. It has remained one of the most active certifiers, licensed by the USDA National Organic Program. Today, its operations are in Canada, El Salvador, Guatemala, Japan, Mexico, Nicaragua, Peru, and the United States. Wow. That is a big business. Let's talk about fake USDA organic certificates. I am curious to know, what is the fine for violating the law? Falsely representing products, as certified USDA organic, violates the law, and federal organic regulations. Using fraudulent documents to market, label, or sell non-organic agricultural products as organic is punishable by fines of up to $18,530, for each violation. From 2011 to 2020, the USDA National Organic Program reported 150 fraudulent USDA organic certificates. They may have been created and used, without the knowledge of the operator, or the certifying agent named in the certificate. Most of them were discovered within one, or two years, but some had gotten away with it for more than five, or even ten years. The United States had the most fraudulent certificates, followed by China, and South Africa. How about worldwide organic fraud? I heard that it has been on the rise. Organic grain costs more to produce than conventionally grown crops, and therefore, it is sold, at a higher price. Unfortunately, due to financial motives, and unethical behavior, 
organic food fraud has been on the rise around the world. These are a few examples. In 2013, in Italy, prosecutors identified 23 suspected members of a counterfeiting ring that set up a dozen shell companies across Europe, which issued fake organic certificates for conventional food products. In 2017, three shipments containing millions of pounds of corn and soybeans from Romania and the Ukraine were sold to Turkish distributors as conventional crops, but labeled organic by the time they reached the United States. In 2019, a Missouri man, who fraudulently sold over $140 million worth of conventional corn and soybean grains as certified organic, was sentenced to more than 10 years in prison and a $128 million penalty. The grain was mostly used as animal feed, primarily for organic chickens and cattle from 2010 to 2017. This was the largest organic fraud case in history. The Missouri man committed suicide three days after the sentencing. Wow, I am just speechless. Why is organic fraud from Turkey on the rise? Under the USDA rules, a company importing an organic product must verify that it has come from a supplier who has a USDA organic certificate. However, the verification does not apply to the original farmers, who supply the crops to an intermediary. As a result, fraudulent organic labeling has been on the rise. The United States market is the easiest for potentially fraudulent organic products to penetrate, because the chances of being caught are very slim. The USDA has not issued any major sanctions for the import of fraudulent grain. Joanna what I am about to tell you is even more disturbing. In 2017, the Washington Post did an investigation and found fraud in three shipments, each involving millions of pounds of organic labeled corn or soybeans. All three shipments, originally from Romania and the Ukraine, were sold to Turkish organic certified distributors as conventional crops. Then, these distributors labeled them as organic and exported them to the United States. These imported corn and soybean shipments were sold as animal feed for organically raised chicken and cows. Four months after the soybeans had arrived at a California warehouse and after the Washington Post had notified the USDA, officials tested the crop for exposure to pesticides. By that time, about 21 million pounds of the 36 million pound shipment had already reached organic farms, who were not aware of the fraud. Wow, this shows how slow the USDA is in catching crooks, even when a newspaper has notified it about the fraud. This is heartbreaking and made me wonder about organic products. How would you feel if you paid a premium for organic chicken who ate conventional crops full of pesticides? I will feel like I have been robbed. According to the United States Foreign Agricultural Service statistics, Turkey is now one of the largest exporters of organic products to the United States. In 2013, for example, a report by the Research Institute of Organic Agriculture found that, half of European importers had detected pesticide residues on organic products from Turkey. The United States has seen a large increase in the amount of organic corn and soybeans entering from Turkey. Between 2014 and 2016, 
The amount of organic corn arriving from Turkey rose from 15,000 metric tons to nearly 400,000 metric tons. The amount of organic soybeans coming from Turkey rose from 14,000 metric tons to 165,000. Such sudden jumps in organic food production draw scrutiny, because the organic transition process is slow. It takes at least three years for conventional land to be converted into organic farmland. The rise of imports has caused prices to drop by more than 25%, hurting U.S. organic farmers. Well, it is obvious that fraud from Turkey is out of control, and the USDA has done very little to protect American consumers and organic farmers. I am horrified. I hope that our government would take a more proactive approach. Joanna, do you know that organic sales are booming? According to the Organic Trade Association, the United States is the largest organic market in the world, representing more than half of all consumer sales for organic products globally. In 2020, the U.S. organic food sales climbed to $56.4 billion, representing almost 6% of the total food sold in the United States. The majority of organic produce and grain are imported because only 1% of American farmland is certified organic. The United States imports organic products from at least 111 different countries. Mexico has been the leading supplier of organic products to the United States since 2013. A little over half of all the U.S. organic imports came from North and South America. By the way, do you know who is the largest exporter of organic agriculture products to the European Union? Let me guess. China. You are correct. China is the largest exporter of organic agriculture products to the European Union. Now that you brought it up, let's talk about China's organic agriculture history. In the late 1980s, some local Chinese government entities were concerned about the environmental degradation and began promoting Chinese ecological agriculture. There was no organic sector in China prior to 1994. Polluted air and water, and contaminated soil, are the main factors that have been hindering the integrity of organic food in China. Most of the organic food produced for export is grown on large-scale farms, where farmers know little, or nothing about organic farming. Most of the early development of Chinese organic agriculture was driven by export opportunities, to the European Union, United States, and Japan. International organic inspectors have been facing challenges in dealing with local politics, rather than the conventional organic structure. Chinese organic exports have skyrocketed from $300,000 in 1995, to about $500 million in 2008. By 2020, China had become the largest exporter of organic products to the European Union. China's organic food sector has grown rapidly over the past decade, exporting organic canned tomatoes, dried fruit, and tea. Nevertheless, its certifying system is less than reliable. Banned toxic pesticides and other chemicals have shown up on several occasions. Talking about organic products from China, we have a history of tainted Chinese food imported into the United States. The United States Food and Drug Administration, or the FDA, 
which is responsible for inspecting most imported foods, samples less than 2% of all regulated products. It often refuses shipments of organic foods, because of pesticide residues, or unsafe food additives, unfit for human consumption. For example, organic soybean meal coming from China, through the port of Seattle in 2007, appeared to contain a poisonous, or harmful substance which may render it injurious to health. In 2008, Whole Foods, a leading U.S. organic retailer, pulled its house brand 365 organic ginger powder from shelves, after an investigation by a local ABC affiliate news channel. The lab test revealed that its organic ginger was contaminated with toxic pesticide aldicarb. After an investigation, the USDA stated that, the ginger came from various farms in China that applied the toxic insecticide. At the time, Whole Foods carried about 30 private label items from China. They included organic frozen vegetables, sunflower seeds, pine nuts, and bottled teas. In 2010, due to the China food scare, the company stopped stocking these products, except for the shelled, and unshelled frozen edamame. Today, Whole Foods no longer sells edamame from China. Recently, Chinese organic products, such as tea, and frozen broccoli, have increasingly found their way onto American store shelves, typically with a green USDA organic seal. Matthew, I am very concerned that, the USDA organic stamp in China, has been on the rise. I'm very skeptical about organic crops from China, due to environmental contamination, that we mentioned in our past podcasts. I am sure that some of the toxic contaminants have landed on organic crops as well. Yes, indeed. In China, the number of USDA-certified organic operations climbed from nearly 500 in 2006, to over 1,600 in 2021. China ranked third globally in terms of the number of USDA organic-certified operations, and second for having the most fraudulent USDA organic certificates. In 2017, the Washington Post examined public records of pesticide residue testing, conducted on organic products in China. The results showed very high levels of pesticide residue on some organic Chinese products. The pesticide residue tests were completely arbitrary, and the results varied greatly from one inspector to another. Nearly 40% of samples had pesticide residue at one inspection company, versus 1% at another. Wow, 40% versus 1%. That is such a wide range of variation. China is the leading source of organic tea and ginger in the United States, and its organic food exports have been questionable. Farmers in China, seeking the USDA organic label, hire their own inspection agency to certify that they meet the organic rules. Most inspectors announce in advance, which takes away the element of surprise. Testing for pesticides is the exception rather than the rule, and the method used could be to the advantage of farmers. Also, some of the problems are due to pesticides from neighboring farms drifting over. In addition, contamination from China's polluted soil and water, leaves pesticide residues. It is quite disturbing what you just said. So, 
the USDA organic label in China does not mean much. There are several good reasons why the rich Chinese have their own organic farms. They do whatever it takes to minimize toxic contamination. Due to the lengthy history of toxic food supply in China, a rising number of wealthy Chinese have started their own farms for their own food supply. They do not want food tainted with heavy metals and pesticides. As we mentioned in our previous podcasts, more than 80% of water from Chinese wells is too contaminated to drink. A fifth of farmland is contaminated with toxic heavy metals. Dangerous levels of cadmium are commonly found in rice. In 2016, a Chinese Thai billionaire started an organic farm near Beijing. It consists of 2.5 acres of glass greenhouses, which protect crops from air pollution. The soil is imported from Denmark. The use of pesticides and fertilizers is strictly banned. The farm produces 5,000 kilograms of food a year, for ultra-wealthy golf course members. Middle-class Chinese purchase organic food, and imported food online, such as Australian beef, and Canadian lobsters. Sales of fresh food on the internet have been booming. China's political elite, and champion athletes, eat from secret organic farms, of a specialized military food supply chain. Interesting. Even the Chinese do not even want to eat their own food. But the United States and Europe welcome organic food from China. For the past several years, I have read the country of origin label very carefully. But how do I know for sure that my organic salad dressing, for example, does not contain organic ingredients from China? I guess I will stop buying processed food and eat out at the restaurant less frequently. This will save my health and money. Joanna, unfortunately, United States invented processed food and fast food. Unlike other places around the world, people here in the United States, especially Southern California, spend most of their time being stuck in traffic or working long hours. Who has time for cooking food from scratch? This kind of lifestyle is perfect for processed food and fast food. When you buy processed food or eating out, you do not know what is in your food. This is another topic of discussion. Organic food is an interesting topic for a debate. I have friends that do not care about anything that we just discussed today, but then, they take three different medications. One friend even said, everyone takes medications. So it is normal that she takes them. Unfortunately, it has become a norm in America. In my case, I got off all medications, and became healthier now, than 10 years ago, when I started watching what I eat, and stay away from hidden toxins in food. Joanna, you are, what you eat. We only have one body, and we need to take care of it. It is not like we can go to the hospital to change our body parts every few years, like we do with cars. Although it may be possible in the future, but not in our lifetime for sure. This concludes our podcast today. The contents of the podcast are from our book, China, Hidden Poisons. We hope that our podcast will help you make a better choice when shopping. Please, be careful when choosing organic food products, and eat less processed food.
Thank you for listening and have a great day. If you like our podcast, please subscribe, share, and give us a five-star review. For further details of our publications, please visit our website at abonbon.com. You can also buy us coffee by clicking on the support the show link at the end of the podcast descriptions. Thank you. Thank you.